All right, everybody, welcome to the Rocket X podcast. I'm your host, Victor Rancor. Uh, today, I got another exciting guest. This guy seems like he's all over on social media. Everywhere you go, he's got two different social media names. I don't even know what to call the guy, uh, but he owns, a, he owns a digital marketing agency for the roofing space and for the and for the home service, any pretty much any home service business. Uh, Mr. Tim Hook, is it Tim Brown? Tim Hook, we're going to figure it out today, right? So we're going to have a little conversation. Yeah, absolutely. This is that's going to be the main topic today. Should we call him Tim Brown or Tim Hook? And content marketing, and content marketing. So you know, one of the things that, that you know I loved about Tim, and I met him, you know, met him out at I think at A One Garage Doors uh, at uh, Tommy Mello's event, right? And mm-hmm. when he goes to events, like most people go to events and they're just there, kind of meandering around and all, like not really doing anything. But this entire time, he was focusing on content, like getting videos, talking to the people you know, stopping everybody, you know, and there wasn't anything fancy. He didn't have a camera crew. He didn't have anything. He had a cell phone and a microphone. And he took those videos, the cell phones, the microphones, and he went and glommed on to the bigger names in the industry and started posting videos. Right. And then obviously with that, it started growing his personal brand and, and things like that. And, and then, you know, from there he's, he's done a bunch of little things. And if you watch him and follow him, it's, he's very strategic about what he's doing. And we're going to talk about, about, about that today, about being strategic in your marketing, being strategic in your planning on social media, uh, but you want to come want to talk a little bit about that. I mean, we'll talk about your background yeah. a little bit and then talk about like, you know, what were you doing as far as content? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a web designer originally 10 years ago, designing and developing websites. And I worked for an agency and then I became their marketing director. I kind of realized once, once I realized I could create leads, I knew how to create leads there. I kind of just started to do it for myself. I did a little overlap first year out of, you know, out of there, 360 with my wife, 360K. And then we just kind of like have grown. We're at like 4 million right now as an agency. Um, And a big piece has been our content, right? Like our figuring out how to create content for a set group of people. And it has been roofing. And now we're doing more content for HVAC and plumbing people. And I, I think as I've grown my content strategy, it has gone around influential people. And then just like a lot of short form stuff right now, because it's like a little bit more, it's easy to kind of like create those moments uh, with your audience. But it, people will see me all over Facebook, Tim Hook on Facebook as um, a guy who's probably rubbing shoulders with people that they respect and enjoy their content, right? And one of the reasons I'm here. And that strategy transfers to home services in your referral partners, other home service businesses, realtors, everybody that actually refers you business could be the same kind of thing for you. You could put them on content and you could create referrals from that. So I think of like, it's a content strategy. It's kind of an influencer strategy, but it's also just a referral strategy, right? So I think anyone can mix content and referral strategy. Well, I even had the same conversation with my, my event, my event, uh, camera team i said hey look you know i'm filming the event and all that stuff and getting the big names is cool but you also want to get clips of the people that are attending the event because those people will share it if they see themselves in a video they're going to mm-hmm. share it right they're going to share it to their audience yeah. and like okay more people are going to see it right so same thing even with your customers right so if you got a customer and you're doing something special and you get them to make a video like tag them in it make sure that they're that they're sharing mm-hmm. with their friends because they're they're going to ask they're going to have the friends are going to ask them these are things that you can do yeah that's cheaper, that's one thing we're Home service business owners are scared to involve their personal Facebook. And I would recommend that they kind of go hard, that you you push into that because you do need to tag human beings, right? Yeah. Well, the other thing is like for me, like 
growing my business. That's how I, that's how I grew my business with social media. Right. And that's mm-hmm. not, not, I, and I posted videos and live videos and all these things every day and it got people engaged. So like they would see the video. So they might not buy something today. Right. Like it's not like, Hey, they're going to just go make a decision day and go with me. But you know, a month later, someone's like, Hey, my AC went out. Well, I got this guy. He posts videos on Facebook all the time here. You should hit him up. He, he's the guy to go to. Right. And become, you become the market leader because realistically they, most people think they found me on TV, like my company. I've never done TV advertising ever. It's only been mm-hmm. social media, right? So people associate social media as TV nowadays. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't know, they don't disconnect them. They don't think about it where they found the content, where they consumed it. And social media obviously is drastically cheaper than trying to blast media on, on TV or anywhere else, right? And every single human's got a cell phone. So mm-hmm. you guys got to think about, think about that stuff. But but yeah, so I mean, it seems like you kind of like popped on the scene out of nowhere, and you know, obviously, I, I kind of sit back and I and I like to I like to look at people and kind of watch what they're doing and analyze it, and and I can see from afar what your direction is and what you're doing, and it's and it's genius, right? And mm-hmm. you know, you get a lot of companies out there, and it's like, you know, who do who do I want to, who do I want to be a business with? Like, who do I want to do marketing with? Do I want to do hire a marketing agency that can't even market themselves and no one can find out about them? Or do I want to go with a guy that, you know, all of a sudden he shows up out of nowhere and people are finding him and now they're using him because they saw him because he got out there, right? That tells yeah, me that we that don't guy do was- like the content. We don't do social media marketing for our clients, but I think it kind of speaks like I'm aggressive and it speaks to what our, our methods are internally and what our culture is, which is that our, our methods are aggressive, as aggressive as we possibly can be within our services, which are SEO, PPC, and websites. And essentially people see my tone and see my personality and would recognize that my team is going to be somewhat similar. So I think it's the same for home service businesses. If they see you out here being helpful, answering common questions about HVAC units or whatever it happens to be, then they're going to assume your team is helpful and is going to try to help them whatever, uh, in whatever way they possibly can, whether or not that you give them money. So like, I think that that's kind of like people assume things about your company's culture and about the way you do business by your content. And I don't see that many, and I'm watching, I'm watching like all these uh, HVAC business owners on their personal social they're not doing a lot of shit. They're, I mean, they're scared. I think, I think they're scared. Well, a lot of times you go to their page, you don't even know what they do for a living. And, and I oh, talk yeah. to my client, my clients all the time. I said, dude, if they, someone goes to your page, they need to know what you do for a living. They're like, I don't want to mix mm-hmm. business and pleasure. I'm like, business yeah. is fucking, your life is business, dude. Like when you own a business, you are one and the same person. And, and everybody needs to know what the fuck you do. And if they don't know what you do, then you're, you're losing on a massive opportunity. I don't care where I go. People know what I do, right? That you don't know yeah. who's listening, who's like, who might need your service, who might you know might need you. You have to be very vocal. I mean, that's why most of the time I'm wearing, you know, I'm wearing my own company logos. I'm wearing my own branding. I'm like, I want to make sure that people understand what I do and, and where to go if they need me. Yeah, but I think like I get it. Like people like want to say whatever they want to say about politics or like whatever else, right? So they're they're scared to mix them for that reason. It's like if you could not talk about super controversial shit. I mean, you could do whatever you want. Don't listen to me. But I, I like to be a little it. fucking wild. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, now, I've been t- well. You you were here the OG Vic, but OG Vic was a fucking wild. I'd say some crazy shit. Like, <laughs> people can't crazy. People can't take like advice on this sometimes because they think they're doing really well. So there's actually a bunch of people right now that may have a lull in business. This this last year or whatever. There's some people with a lull in business right now, right? In, in this industry. And like, 
I think that maybe you could take this time to say, hey, is am I really playing this game no holds barred, whatever it takes? Or am I holding back? Like, for instance, your personal profile is kind of an example of like, I'm holding back. I'm not all in on my business. I'm not going to post about my business. I might share something every like month, just the best thing with our team or something like that. Or you could be that guy that's like every third post is like not promotion, but like useful content in the industry you're serving. So I think ultimately it's worth it to be no holds barred. full well, I, press. I even talk to my clients about getting into their Facebook community groups and they're like, well, I'm in the group already. I was like, no, no, no. Get into the group and offer provide value that's not mm -hmm. pitching so like i i get my i get my clients and record videos talk about every month i have i said in every facebook group you can get into locally take mm -hmm. one video make one video per month put it in all the different ones and say well hey here's our monthly pro tip from absolute airflow right and just yeah. give them tips and tips and stuff don't sell them anything but eventually you become you become the the, the market leader right like people are gonna like oh yeah i remember that guy he's always put hey oh i need an ac repair well that guy's always posting uh, helpful videos you should hit up that company and it's subliminally become you'd be subliminally go and dominate your 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 local community groups and there's a lot of money to be made in those groups and, and i stress oh, it to people and i and i tell them to do it and i'm like do this do this do this and then they like, don't fucking do any of it yeah. and i'm like dude i i can fucking lead a horse to water but i can't make you fucking yeah. drink and it's like everybody's yeah. i think i think everybody's looking for a silver bullet when the silver bullet is actually disguised as fucking hard work and, and actually dedication oh, yeah. So let me see if I can motivate people a little bit on this. Cause I agree one that you should be in all the Facebook groups posting every once in a while, just useful content Two that you should maybe use your personal profile more. I think you should be marketing for referrals, not just marketing for leads, right? You're creating content that's useful to people and they want to refer my thing. Like if I could get you to actually post more, one of the ways that I would help motivate people to actually want to do this is I love this book, They Ask, You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. And the basic principle is you, you answer questions that people have in the sales process or objections. So one thing you could do is you could create a spreadsheet and write down every time you have an objection and have your salespeople write down every single time you have an objection and then like mark it twice or five times or how many. So you get excited about listing all these objections and then you create a video every single for every single one of those things. And not just like, here's the how I would answer that objection, but you say, hey, I understand that you may have thought that you were gonna spend less on your AC unit. And this might be a little bit more than you expected. But as you know, from dealing with home service contractors in the past, that sometimes when you go for the cheap thing, it ends up being more expensive in the long run. So you kind of like, you have to educate, right? It's all the things that you probably teach on sales, um, but it's figuring out how to make a video for each one of those objections. I think that this is motivating for a lot of business owners and sales leaders because they get to do a little bit of sales in marketing. And it, when we do sales and marketing, it actually feels like it actually matters. Sometimes when we're just doing these soft how-to videos and marketing, people just get, they stop doing them after a little while because they don't think it matters for their bottom line. But you could send every single one of these videos out when that person has that question. Like if that objection comes up again in the future, you can just send it um, to the, like via text or whatever else. Like ultimately these videos could come in handy for future times when somebody's having that objection. 
No, 100%. And, and like a lot of the stuff is evergreen too, right? Like you can take the same mm -hmm. video you posted in January 2023 and use the same video in January 2024. Right. So a lot of people think I got to always make new stuff. It's like, dude, people, people, most people don't, didn't see it. The first, they might not have seen it the first time or they're not going to remember it anyways. Like I, I'll sometimes repurpose, like if I don't have, if I got a couple of days where I haven't been able to shoot some social media reels, I'll go back two years or a year and a half, some, some good video, I'll find a video, repost it and also know get another 10,000, 10,000 views, right? And, oh, that's a, and, that's a great one because like YouTube, like a lot of you home service business owners have YouTube like archives, right? Like you got stuff from three, five years ago. It hasn't been repurposed into reels, right? So like how many of those could you go back right now, put it on a subtitle app, like cap cut or something, and then just put the subtitles on. You could probably like some of you got crazy. Like you've got some video from like five years ago from that has a, 50,000 views. Like, it's crazy how much like the in-house stuff yeah. people have done. Like, you're just like, how do you have 50,000 views on this? Like go back and get those best videos that you know, there's demand, cut them up and have somebody cut them up into reels. Like a lot of you guys are not using, that's a really good one, Victor. I love that. There's, I mean, it's a, it's a lot, it's, it's a lot of laziness, man. I think that's, I think that's the biggest, the difference. And everyone's like, well, everyone always was looking for a silver bullet and there's just really no silver bullet to anything. Like there's no get rich quick scheme. There's no, no, let's, you know, get A to Z as fast as you can. You, there's everything in between A to Z matters. Right. And you gotta, you gotta build up and do all these things to be able to be successful. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing that I run into as a coach or as a trainer or anything. It's like, man, like I can't do this stuff. I can't do the work for you. I've done it myself. I know what it takes. I know the hard, I know it's not easy, but the other side of fucking not easy is money. And normally, so that's how I look at it. So let's talk about you did you did have you did have one controversial post and okay. I got pissed off at you. I think Ken Goodrich and his henchman uh, St Stephen got mad at you. I know you're probably oh, listening. Oh man, that's so I funny. Steve, yeah, I put the he, 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 well, got I he got mad at me yeah. too on that one, but but yeah, you had oh, a bunch of people, sorry. bunch of people mad. On, huh? I'm not trying to get anyone mad at you. I'm cool with people being mad at me. Mad at me. I'm oh, sorry no, about that. I, no, I just called him a bitch, but. Um, so I ultimately, so I, I did a post about HVAC influencers, top 10 creators and CEOs in the space. And um, I put, I had like a little bit of shake up at the top. Cause I, I, you know, people were kind of like, Hey, if I'm going to be on that list, I want to be at the top of the list. Right. Um, so I okay. did have people mad at me and I don't know if I want to go crazy into that. I will say, Please comment below if you're like, are you, is this going on video or no? Yeah, let me be, be okay, video. So you should comment below on the video if you're watching the video. If uh, if HVAC, if I'm number one on Google for HVAC influencers, because this is this is to me utilizing what I've got in my arsenal. You, we've all got value in our arsenal, right? Like if you're on content, like content becomes valuable, right? Because you are, you have the ability to wield it and to do stuff. And I'm glad that my website ranks for stuff, right? I love that. You, you mentioned a lot of marketers have no idea how to do their own marketing. Like I, I am an SEO, hardcore SEO uh, company and I know how to rank for stuff. So I use that to rank for it. And I think we're number one for most people. You tell me if we are, but um, comment below for number one for you for HVAC influencers. Um, but yeah, I did a list. I have you at the top right now, Victor. I'm sure some, sure. some people are giving me shit because they're like, you're sucking up or something like that. But hey, dude, my there, staff, 
Yeah. Well, they're su- they're sucking up, but that I mean, it's the truth. I mean, it is what it is. So you know, I don't I don't see anybody else in the space getting you know thousands of people to show up anywhere. So I do. So they can suck it. One thing people need to realize too is like there's an element of like you could be powerful or made a lot of money, but like the new currency is attention, and to be able to get attention is very difficult. Like if if you don't have people coming to you every day and saying like, dude, how are you getting all this attention? Like I would be surprised because people, even if they've made money, like you and I both know there's people with hundreds of thousands and millions and millions millions of dollars every year, right? Like that they're making, they're making really good money, but they want what you have. They want, they want the attention that you have because attention is currency. It's very valuable. And to be able to get somebody to purchase something, often requires a first step of attention. How do you get their attention? And that's difficult. So people are asking you, people are asking me, how do I get attention? Because it's hard. It is hard. Well, there, well there's also, there's a whole different set of, 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 of people now, right? Like you have the old guard, right? Like you got the Kens and the Ken Haynes and the, all these people, right? Like they're, they're old school, right? And it's, it's a different generation. And I think it's one of those things they're trying, they're trying to hang on to it. Some of those guys, you know, it's like, you know, it's, you got to understand, like, just like I will, you know, five, 10 years from now or whatever, I'll be the old guard. I'll be the old guy and there'll be some new guy that's on there crushing it and doing what I do and probably going to follow my blueprint and shit that I did. They're like, I'm going to do a Victor. Like they're just, Victor. And they're, they're, and they're, huh? I said, it's probably going to be me. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to do events or anything like that. No, but there'll be, there'll be somebody else that comes in and, and takes, yeah. takes my spot. And that's just, that's just how life works, right? That's how business, it's like, it's the same thing when we talk about technology and business. I, mean, I know we want to talk a little bit about AI and all these other things. Uh, because I would love to touch quickly. I'd love to talk about AI. I wanted to just basically touch briefly on virality versus consistency because you were talking about the get the people that want the silver bullet and the get rich quick thing. And like, I think that virality as a attractive, as attractive as it is, is kind of the, the example of get rich quick. Cause a lot of the worst content goes viral or the most, it's not going to sell you anything. But like be the people that are consistent on your feed, regular basis, giving value, people that see you 10 times, they're much more likely to buy from you than somebody who just saw one little viral video here or there. So I just want people well, to like, I, I, I always think about it too. Cause like on social media, like, Oh, I blew up. And I'm like, so what? Like I, if you look at my thing, I consistently get about a thousand to 5,000 viewers on my, on my Instagram. And then some of the videos I'll get 40, 50,000 or whatever it is. But, and those videos have no steps in them. They don't have anything. And the videos I get less views on, yeah, I might not have as many eyeballs on them, but the people that watched them understood it and they enjoyed it and they liked it. And those are the people that usually will do business with you. So like everyone's so worried about going viral. They're like, look, I went viral. I'm like, how much money did I make you? Yeah. It didn't make any. So it's not, it's not about eyeballs. It's not about followers. It's about dollars. Same thing with AI stuff. I do think people like, I love AI. I utilize it, but AI is only as good as the person using it. So like the people that like, I see people make their whole life and brand AI now. And I'm like, you got to watch that a little bit. Cause ultimately it's like, you're, le- you're leveraging stuff you're leveraging, but like, is it making you money? So like people can fool around and do all these different things. It's super cool to make your own GPTs now. And it will save you time and it'll make you go faster if you are on a good trajectory already. But like yeah. no, no AI tool right now that I know of, is like a total hack or silver silver bullet. Even though, real hey, cool that you have uh, Rick Ross coming to uh, uh, the Rocket X, yeah, 
Yeah, because that dude, Rilla is like, so that's a ride along co or a company where it's like makes you have to do less ride alongs because it, it basically gives you analytics on your sales conversations. Really cool tool. I would say that one's one of the cooler applications to AI I've seen and tools like that. I think that sales enablement tools with AI, I think anything that's saving you time. Well, I'm working, like I'm working on a, I'm working right now on a, on a, uh, AI, uh, rocket X training application where it's going to take, analyze every video that I've ever made. And you'll be able yeah. to go in there and type in there. What would Victor say in this situation? Well, how would I answer? How would Victor answer this? And he'll tell you right away. And I'm mm -hmm. going to have that live. I'm going to have that live sometime in the next two to three weeks. Um, yeah. It's already built out. And it's also going to, it's going to like, when you ask a question into the AI software, it's going to give you an answer. And it's going to give you the video where it took that information from. So you can actually watch that video and that's learn cool. why and learn how I said it and why I said it. Yeah. That's and dope. So that's I think also like the next, the next iteration, sorry, I like to also think about like where this is going to. I think like the one when we're able to like say something and it said like that says something back to us, that's going to be a pretty big milestone. Like when the the GPTs or the AI stuff is actually like verbal with us. I think that's going to be pretty crazy too. Stuff's going to progress so fast here, man. There's people that are not even like they're still thinking of this as experimental or yeah i'll try it next month and they're like you're well, behind well yeah you're already behind and, and it's like i said we we implement ai and a lot of stuff in my in every business that i'm part of and you know we're you know we're, we're implementing obviously the ai right along so we can make sure that we're monitoring everything like guys are saying in the field which is also going to protect the company right mm -hmm. as you as you scale right what happens when you get 120 200 300 people you can't monitor what they're saying what they're doing all day right and that mm -hmm. it allows us to do that allows us to make sure they're not side jobbing us make sure it allows us saying they're not saying weird shit and crazy shit to customers and mm -hmm. it just it gives us a whole nother clear vision of what's going on with our business because realistically businesses are like the 80 20 rule too which is what i one of the things that ai is going to help so 20 percent of your staff makes the lion's share of your money and the other 80 percent are the are just struggling right and mm -hmm. we always focus on this 20 percent of how great they are but how do we get that 80 percent to step up to that 20 percent and I think the one thing that we're seeing with with analytics on the on the ride-alongs and stuff like that is that we're able to really pinpoint what the issue is and what they're what the issues are having, and we're able to train real time. And these people are getting updates real time. They're getting pointers, they're getting feedback. Like the AI mm -hmm. that we have built in, soon it's going to tell you right after that, hey, look, you missed this, this, and that. Like you're, you missed this, this, and this on this call. This is what you could have done better. Here's some videos of what Victor would have done on this call. Mm -hmm. And I have it already pre-built out. It's already set up to where it's going to funnel right into it. And do that. It's going. It's like going to have me in, in your pocket all the time. You get to figure out how I would answer what I would do. And it's something that we've been working on since my Victor robot. Um, but it's 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 fucking crazy what the what the analytics can do. And, and just like for me as a as a large business owner. The I always tell I was talking about the AI stuff. I said like, it doesn't even matter if you are monitoring the AI stuff. As long as your employees think that you are, your numbers are going to go up because it's like anytime you do a ride along, right? If I do a ride along today with my staff, he's going to follow the process to a T, and also we're going to make money. You know, like oh, when Victor does a ride along, we do so much better. No, when Victor's here, you do the process, which usually will produce money. And mm. a lot of times they don't realize that, and that and that's what it is. This the AI stuff, even if you're not using it. Just by telling your employees you have it and making them actually use it, even if you don't listen to it and follow it, doesn't matter. The numbers are going to increase dramatically. But you know, like putting Victor in your pocket, he's going to be doing some other stuff in there too. You know what I mean? Like 
he's he's gonna be playing some pocket pool down there. Like he's yeah, I, yeah. I, I just I couldn't get over the visual of putting Victor in the pocket. It kind of weirded me out a little. Yeah, no, I've been uh, I'm not gonna leave that joke alone. So you know, <laughs> let's let's you know, let's let's talk about a little bit about about your business, man. How long have yeah, you sure. been doing this and you know and and what 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 different what's your differentiator right yeah. there, everywhere you go is a marketing company i own a marketing sure. company you own a marketing company yeah. everybody's like fucking oprah everybody gets a marketing company right yeah uh what's what's a differentiator because everyone's like dude sure. like they're like the digital marketing is a fucking crowded space that everybody's oh, yeah. doing it because no one really wants to go to work so they can do they can run a digital agency from home they, just, they think it's the next thing sure. since sliced bread right let's yeah, talk yeah. a little bit about your business and what your differentiator differentiator is so we do, so we have 29 people here in Minneapolis. So it's a, you know, it's a pretty sizable team all in the United States. It's all kind of like in the space that I'm in right now. Um, and I can co- kind of go over and talk to them, which is good. And sometimes that kind of, that ability to manage my people directly is useful for us as far as like creating really good systems. Um, we've been doing this for seven years. I think it was like four or five years ago, we started to get a little bit heavier into home services particularly roofing. And we went really hard on roofing for the last like two or three years. And then this last four months. So I might feel like I'm everywhere right now, but I've really only been hammering HVAC for four months, which is kind of funny. We have some old clients in there. We have some plumbers and stuff. So it's not like we're new to it. It's just, we're new to really pushing in in our go-to-market strategy for, for HVAC and plumbing. But differentiation is around consistency and transparency like for instance like our clients are able to see a drive folder with all of their deliverables every single month so like people like us because we're aggressive like for instance a lot of seo companies will do like a couple pieces of content and maybe a link like link seo is a content and links so like ours is about five times more deliverables than a lot of these seo companies like and, and we show the the client every single thing that we did in the drive folder every single month so people like that because a lot of this stuff has been black box like people have no yeah. idea what their seo company is doing for them so it's basically they just kind of got to trust and i'm asking people to trust and it is long term and all these things but one we show you everything that got done and we do sort through every lead which i know is like there's some other companies that do that but we do listen to every call and sort through every lead and it, we actually like talk through the leads with people. So I think people like that focus on leads, not on like impressions or like these types of things. People just find us to be a little bit more aggressive than a lot of these other marketing agencies, but there's some other really good ones in the space, right? Like I I know that there's a number of them that have good reputations. We're just on that higher end. So we're not cheap, but we're very consistent and we're very aggressive. So people, people compare us to other agencies and when they're, on the cheap side, we're whooping their ass basically. Yeah, because it takes it takes uh, money a little bit to have customer service, right? We have people in the we have account managers and we have project managers and we have like we have like a a operate like a service level agreement where we're going to get back to you within the business day and shit like that. People just don't like age like they hate when their agency isn't getting back to them. So like that's one yeah. thing that solve for it's a little bit more expensive customer service is a little bit more expensive just like in your home service business you should be charging enough that that customer service comes standard awesome 
Well, man, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I like what you're doing. I watch, I'm watching you from afar. I think obviously I want to continue to see where you go. And I think, you know, if, if you keep doing what you're doing, it's going to, it's going to blow up for you, man. What, how old are you, by the way? I am 37. Dude, I fucking, 30. I don't even know. At this point, once you go past 35, it just kind of all blurs together. I'll that, that's it. And I just turned 35. That's how I feel. But uh, I mean, you got, you got a long runway ahead of you, man. You're going Thank in the you. right direction. I'm excited. Uh, you are one of our sponsors over at our Rocket X Dallas. Uh, if you guys haven't got your tickets, make sure to go to callprofitrocket.com. Get your tickets, secure them before they are sold out. This it will be a sold out event. Uh, we have some amazing speakers, Tommy Mello, Lance Bachman, uh, Dan Antonelli, Dude, Ryan. What is your Ryan's real motivation for that? I'm sorry I interrupt, but what is your, why do you do this? Because this is like next level event with like an insane level of value. And I know that you put yourself out there on a limb financially a little bit. Like, what are you, why are you so motivated to put on an insanely cool event with Rick Ross? how do you get eyeballs right like as you look at it right like my there's there's going to be a mountain there's a mount rushmore in the industry right and there's the old guard and i'm going to be on that to the top of that thing with the new guard right so you know for me obviously multiple businesses in the space but you know i know that when i used to go to conferences i used to go there as as a student right and not know much and i would leave there and i'm like oh shit there's all this stuff to implement well one of the things i ran into the last couple of years a lot of the a lot of the conferences were mostly focused on selling you shit and not focused on actually giving you actionable stuff you can use in your business so since we started our first our first one in 2021, uh, we've really just put it all emphasis on, hey, when you come into this event, you come for a couple of days, as soon as you'll be there, I, that's why I always throw them on, on Thursday, Friday. So then you get home by Saturday, you have a couple of days to think about it and you can implement shit on Monday. Mm. And I think that's one of the big things with us is we're not a big, I'm not big on rah-rah. I'm not big on like, no, you got to go do a thousand sit-ups today and all this shit. Now I'm going to give you actionable stuff that people are doing in today's market to dominate, you know, whether you're in a big market, small market, mid-size, uh, whether you're on the East Coast, West Coast, wherever it is, we have operators that are going to be on stage giving you their processes that work in the home and working today to help you dominate your market. And then on top of that, I wanted to bring in a new school feel, right? Because I always say it's like blue carpet or, or blue collar to red carpet, uh, but we're our new generation is different. Like we move faster. We're, we we want to get in and out. We don't want to do this for fucking 20 years. I'm going to give you actionable stuff to be able to scale your business fast, be able to exit and be able to enjoy the rest of your life. And then on top of that, we like to party. So like we're a bunch of, it's a bunch of young people. You know, we got owners in their twenties, thirties, you know, early forties. It's the new generation of home services. And that's who's going to be there. It's exciting. It's fun. If you've never been to one of my events, the energy is insane. Uh, everybody that left there last year, then they had to go to the rest of the events were really disappointed because they're like, dude, this fucking sucks. So uh, I've lost millions of dollars on the events, uh, about a million dollars a year the last couple of years on the events, throwing them. But, you know, for me, it's always been a long term play. Uh, this year, I hoping this is my first one I get to break even on. But we'll see. But I don't I'm not going to skimp on it, whether I lose money or not. I don't go cheap. When you go to my events, you should expect world class event and world class food, world class service, world class drinks and world class performers. I feel like most of the time people are listening on podcasts and like 1.3 X or 1.5 X. We already did that for you. And you might need to slow it down to like 0.8 or something on this one because we were talking fast, dog. I, I talk, I talk fast anyway. So that's, that's just part of who I am, but, uh, hey, you know, would you be open to, uh, being on my podcast sometime soon? I think, uh, it would be really cool to have you on there. What's your podcast? Um, HVAC plumbing and HVAC hustle podcast. And we've been getting some good views. Like I think the Tommy Mello one is up to like 2000 on YouTube and stuff. So I would love to. And if you're at, I guess I'm trying to think if you're at any events coming up, super soon but like um epic are you gonna be at epic 
It's in my backyard. I will be at Epic, so that's in, it's in okay, my backyard. Could I, uh, maybe I could have, because I actually am doing podcasts up on the podcast stage. Would you be open to being my guest at Epic? Yeah, more than likely, yeah. Oh, that's in April? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm definitely open to that. Oh, yeah, but, uh, sorry, I'm going to be in March. Well, I'm going to wrap up this podcast, bro, so let me talk a little bit here. Right. But anyways, if you guys said he likes to cut people off, and it doesn't let me talk. But I was in the middle of All saying, right. if you guys haven't got your tickets, go to callprofitrocket.com. Get signed up. The hotels are going to be booked out. Uh, last year, I got left holding the bag on 600000 worth of hotels, so I did not book that many rooms. It is the only hotel within 30 minutes of the location. So if you make sure you go, go to callprofitrocket.com, book your hotel room, or you will be Ubering over there, and you're not going to be too happy about it. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Rocket X Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you guys uh, have an opportunity, reach out to Tim Hook, Tim Brown, whatever he wants to be called. How do they reach you? Um, hookagency.com or if you want to just friend me on Facebook, it's Tim Hook and send me a awesome. DM. Awesome. Go ahead and follow him on Instagram, uh, uh, Facebook, and obviously on YouTube. He's got some great content out there. Thank you guys for listening and hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will hear you guys. We'll, we'll speak to you guys next week. Thank you.